Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio.
Living in words, be on right, die for your love, be on life. Sweet as the Jesus, peace be on ice. Blind me, baby, with your neon lights. Ray Bans on, police in sight over the beautiful death. Let's both wear white. If you go to heaven and they bring me to hell, to seek out and meet me, bring a box of L. She fell in love with the bad guy, the bad guy. What you doing with them rap guys, them rap guys? They ain't see potential with me, girl. But you see it, if it's me or you, will get the world. Then so be it, uh. I don't care if they give me life. I get all of my life from Like Michael, what? no eyes, misfits, no typos. Yeah. Look, wait, 
We just wanna make you go psycho Put a hundred thousand dollars in the Bible Ooh. I took the game with my eyes closed Last verse was before the award show what? Icon tatted on my torso huh? Me and Moy dipping in the porso what? I ain't even taking on torso what? Your shit is fire, I'm more so what? Young Jaden dying on the floor, so what? She broke my heart to the core, so what? I guess we all gotta grow up I'm just an icon living Saw the record label, Miss Fish just did it Ooh. Interview, cover five minutes Ooh. We are too hot in the business Ooh. I'm going straight to the top of the cold We should just chill and maybe take it slow Before we get up there with nowhere to go And we can chill and just look at the view Woo! Damn Load a yellow rose into a rifle Ooh. Me and Harry about to go psycho Psycho, put a hundred thousand in the Bible Bible, damn Wait Goatees dance like Michael Michael, uh, man, this nigga on like a light bulb Light bulb, oh, it all the cutty in a Tyco Damn, about to make a movie independent Woo. Need new trucks independent Woo. I need you to listen to the vision Woo. All your verses sound like dirty dishes Woo. I'm about to clean them in the kitchen Woo. And we making money by the minute Woo. I'm about to do a way different God. I am just an icon living I am just an icon living I, I, icon living I am just an icon living I am just an I, I, icon living I am just an icon living. I am just an icon. Numbers in prison, they victim black in the vision Shit and all they got is rapping to listen to I let them know we 
blessing you with love is unconditional Even when the condition is critical When the living is miserable Your position is typical What ain't bullshitting you now Fuck what I lie Just to get by Just to get by To get fly The TV got us reach for stars Not the ones between Venus and Mars The ones to be reading for parts The people get breast enhancements And penis and larger Saturdays in the Sunday morning At the feet of the Father They need something to rely on We get high on the types of drugs Good evening, my people. It's so crazy the things that we do just to get by. Before we even get started, and before I bring everybody in, we in the middle of the work week. It is hump day. But nevertheless, we are here. We in the building. Got a few things I want to talk about. If there's anybody listening over the web stream, if you want to call up, it's 215-383-3975. You know, we're looking to have some laughs tonight, maybe motivate a couple of people, and, you know, things like that. Um, Teray, how you doing? I'm doing well, thank God. How are you? I can't complain. And if I did, who the hell going to listen? <laughs> Let me see. Let me see if Rain is ready. You know, Rain is a is a multitasker. What's uh, up, everybody? Oh, wait, 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 wait. Oh, I had to bring her back. I'm messing up. What's up, everybody? So. Man, first of all, I don't, it's just a lot of things that have been on my mind all week, like, I know everybody is drawing, withdrawing about the whole COVID thing, you know, and, and like, what I'm thinking is, I just wonder in my mind, I'm just wondering in my mind, like, 
why is it when somebody dies, people want to come closer? But furthermore, it's like, I had somebody tell me, it was like, oh, we should be closer since the Kobe incident. And it's like, in my mind, I ponder, like, why do we have to, and this is no disrespect about the passing or anything to that nature. I just want to make that clear because I don't want everybody to Gail King me and then take me all through the media and all that. There is no disrespect intended at all. It's just like, why is it when somebody dies, but celebrity-wise now, it's like, oh, let's all pull closer, like, we have to be honest, when to you closed the subject, I, I didn't think about it as a celebrity thing. I thought you meant, like, you know how families at funerals, like, you don't see people in years, and suddenly everybody be like, oh, it's been too long. You shouldn't have took Auntie so-and-so passing away for us to get together. Like, that's how I took it. I mean, either way. I mean, but I had somebody personally call me and was like, oh, yo, we need to be closer. We need to be closer since. Kobe passed, and I'm like, listen, why? Listen. You didn't know him personally, I, so what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> I, I, I've even joked to the extent of, you know what? I said, well, I guess Steve Harvey's my dude. I fucked with Steve Harvey. I was like, well, I guess I got to wait for Steve Harvey to pass on to get my whole life together completely, okay? But I'm just saying, like, in, in retrospective, even like you just said, Auntie so-and-so died. It shouldn't take auntie so-and-so to die. It shouldn't take a celebrity to die for people to be closer. I mean, uh-huh. and understand when I say be closer. Like, if we really going to be closer, let's be closer. Being closer is not, oh, we just came to the funeral, and after the funeral, we still going to gossip and talk shit about each other. That's not, yeah. that's and not, not see each other for another five years until the next funeral. <laughs> like. uh, and, 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 and that's and that's kind of how it played itself out. If anybody wants to chime in on this conversation, you could always press one. If not, you know, always listen for your enjoyment. I mean, to raise well, it, it's just saying, me and you right Go ahead. It's just me and you right now anyway, for right now. That's cool. So what I would say is I'm the type of person, I have the same energy all around all the time. So if I didn't, like, I, I talk, we talked about this in a previous conversation where I had an aunt that was the shyster of the family. And, you know, of course, it was bittersweet because no one wants, no one wanted her to die, per se. But she wasn't all that great in life either. And when she passed, we had, she actually did bring the family together for that moment because, you know, it's not that we all had beef with each other, but my family on my dad's side was very fragmented because there's a lot of stuff that happened through the years before we were born and when we were little. And, you know, it's just bad blood between all the siblings, like the older generation of siblings. So when their kids, when there's a lot of us, when their kids came up, we all were kind of, like, there was cliques, like two sisters. Their kids were really close together, but then my dad and his other sister's kids were really close, and it was just fragmented, and it was messed up. So when we got together after the repast, like, they had the repast for everybody else, and then the family family, like, just the immediate family who people were, like, allowed at the house. We all had a good time chopping it up for hours. Like, this went on forever. And that momentum lasted for a little while. But at the end of the day, I'm not saying we all went our separate ways, like we don't talk, because we all have each other on Facebook. There's no bad blood between our generation. Like, it's all good. But at the same time, we're not friends like that. We're family. We're connected by blood. We have the same grandparents. But at the end of the day, you're not my bestie. I'm not going to make you my bestie because Auntie so-and-so died. Like, we're not doing that. So it doesn't mean that I'm being fake or being distant or being any type of way. I'm just being me. 
So when Kobe passed, of course, God rest the God bless the dead, him and his daughter. But like that didn't affect the way I see uh, my relationship with other people. If I left this, if I left a situation the way it was because of a toxic person, toxic situation, it was threatening my peace. I'm gonna leave it at that. There's no need for me to rehash that with you and try to make peace with you. Like, if you're okay with the way you did me and you did me dirty, I'm okay with it, too. Stay your ass over there, and I'll stay where I'm at. And we don't have to make up. I'm okay. If you want to apologize, I'll accept it, but I'm still not talking with you. And vice versa, if I did something to hurt you, first of all, I'm the type of person I'm willing to admit when I was wrong. I'll let you know from jump. I won't let years pass. and let You know what I mean? I'm not like that. And if I feel that we had a relationship and I see that you're pulling away, I will at least ask you, is there something I did? And if you don't say anything, I'm going to assume I didn't do anything. You can't come back five, six, seven years from now. I want to reconnect because, you know, since Kobe passed, life is too short. Okay, well, life has been short before he passed. So if you felt the need to not deal with me, then I'm good with that. We can keep that same energy forever. It doesn't mean I hate you or I wish ill on you. It's just I'm not with the whole Let's try to let bygones be bygones and be besties because life is like get the hell out of here with that. No. Right, right. Hold your thoughts. Hold your thoughts for a second. Yo, GT, what up? What up? So let me hear your opinion because what I had said was at the beginning of the show, I was like, you know, I'm like, why does it take for somebody to pass? to bring the family closer but I'm like somebody called me personally on a personal note and was like yo since Kobe passed you know the family got to come closer and the family got to be together now I know now anybody who knows GT GT play basketball for I mean this is for the Florida people I mean and all other people that's listening anybody who knows GT he played basketball all throughout middle school high school things like that so I know he rocked I know he rocked with Kobe he was a Kobe fan whatever whatever but my thing is, why does it take a celebrity passing now for the community to say, yo, let's click together now? Like, when we could click together any other time, and, like, in most cases, we choose not to. Like, generally, I mean, it's fucked up to say, I mean, I can't speak for the white family, but I know in most cases, damn sure in the black family, all they do is they get together and they just gossip about each other and you know, they come together for the funeral. Even Hell, you got something to gossip at the funeral, you got something to gossip after the funeral. I mean, but what's your, what's your take on it? So my take on the whole thing is, you got a point. You know, it shouldn't take somebody to pass away for the damn family to come together with. I don't know. I don't know. My family, I got a dysfunctional family to a extent. No, my mom. It took my mom to pass away to get all eight of her kids together for the first time since I was down there, like shit, like two, three years old. <clears throat> so that's I don't know. That's a that's a question we all ponder. But at the end of the day, you only can control what you can control. You can't make you know you can't make people come together. Often or whatever, it seems like for some strange reason you only can get everybody on the same page when somebody passes away. Right. And as far as like the Kobe thing, when the the only thing it opened my eyes up to like the passing of Kobe, you know he lived his life. It was his daughter, you know, that was struck the most, and it 
the open minds, uh, it just made me appreciate the time I got with my daughter. They enjoy it more. Yeah. So, you know, some stuff, I was, you know, I'm already a dad 24-7, but it just helped me embrace the role even more. Right. And that's another thing. Another thing I had said, I was like, you know, stuff like that, because I remember me and you talking off the air about this. I'm like, stuff like that really would make you just want to just go, I mean, for people who truly hands down love their kids, I mean, and no no bullshit, like, even though these niggas make you want to punch them in the face, you know what I'm saying? Like, hands down, love your kids. That should have made you that, that moment right there. Should have just made you grab your kid real quick and just love on your kid real quick. I mean, because, you know, God forbid that that could have been anybody else, you know. Could have been, mm-hmm. been you, you know, and that's, that is another way of, you know what I'm saying, thinking about it like that. It sucks that it sucks that it particularly makes you feel away, especially you being you can relate you being a girl dad. I mean, yes, of, of course. Oh yeah, cause you is a girl dad. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, let's not rub it. Let's not that rub it true. in. Alright, let's not rub it in. <laughs> hey, but I'm a girl dad too, so you know. Yeah, but you got boys, just made me appreciate. I'm just saying, you know, and like outside of all that, I agree with a lot of what Teray was saying too. Like, listen, if you if you got fake energy, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's better just to keep the fake energy. Like, let's not, you know what I'm saying? Let's let's not wait. Let's not wait all these years later. Oh, because this celebrity died. Oh, now I want to give you a hug. But now I want to say I'm sorry. Nah, you ain't best fucking with me. Leave me alone. Keep your toxic ass over there. It's a reason I don't fuck with you. Exactly. And then that makes me look at you as you're more fake because a complete stranger that you've never met a day in your life and he don't didn't even know, know you didn't have no direct path to your life. Now all of a sudden you care about me. That, that's the person that made you want, like, get the hell out of here with that. <laughs> like, please stop. Stop. <laughs> Now it's like your motives are like really fake, and like I now I really don't trust you. So whatever apology you are about to issue, I'll hear it just for the sake of hearing it. And at the end of the day, I know that it's probably fake, but you no, know, I'm still not gonna deal with you. Period. So I don't know what the point of you even coming to me is anyway. But whatever. You wanna waste your breath? For everybody go ahead. that's hold on a second. For everybody that's calling into the show, if you want to talk, you can press one. If not, you can listen for your enjoyment. What we are talking about right now, we are talking about why we're on topic number one. Why does it take death to bring family or friends close? I mean, I, I see family, out, I friends, but that's what we're discussing. Well, like I said, that's what you know. I like I said, I definitely, I definitely do agree. I definitely do agree with the fact of you know what I'm saying yeah. keep it keep it keep it the fake energy keep the toxic energy because it should it, it it don't take all that it's twenty twenty four hours each day listen uh huh any one any any one of them hours you know hey listen we we might have had a misunderstanding about this or we might have had a misunderstanding about that like I said don't don't wait until the inevitable happens and then. I mean, like I said, that 
that there's a lot of people there are a lot of people that that are fans there are a lot of people that that um you know that actually knew Kobe personally I mean because I I watched a lot of the arguments and debates on social media about oh why is everybody going so crazy for somebody that they never met or somebody that they don't even know and then you know there was another post going around saying who are you who are you to say who I can mourn and who I can't mourn and you know and all that stuff there. Now, I didn't. I really didn't want to ask this question because everybody else has asked it. Um, anybody got any thoughts on the on on the Gail King comments that was made? I feel like Gail was being messy as hell, and I believe that her and Oprah, they're trying like just like how a lot of people believe. Not so much that they're targeting black men just to target black men, but they're the safer target for them. If they start targeting these white men, it's going to be way uglier for them. And then think about all the white men that Oprah is tied to, all the powerful ones, like the Weinsteins, who are her besties, and who she's hugged up on in multiple pictures, not just one or two, like multiple pictures over the past 20-some years. This man has been your bestie. And you, you know damn well she's not going to attack him or Letterman or any of these other powerful white men who she knows better than to step on their toes. So the easiest target is always going to be a black person. So that's what they did. They targeted a black person who could not defend himself because he's passed. And then what's messed up is you had opportunities to interview that man when he was living. Why didn't you do it then? Because you know right. he probably would have, like, chewed you up and spit you out. But you knew to try to attack Lisa Leslie and ask her these ignorant-ass questions. And the man was acquitted. And then what I didn't like about the interview is the fact that, okay, when Lisa Leslie, she said, oh, did you ever see any indication that he could do X, Y, or Z? Oh, no, I didn't see that. But you wouldn't see that. Bitch, what? you asked me a question. Stop trying to force me to think how you think. You don't know, just like you don't know he would do it. You, no, I didn't know he wouldn't do it. But no, you wouldn't know for a fact that he would because you didn't know him personally. You know, shut the hell up. Like, I just didn't like the whole leading question because that's not how you do journalism. You're supposed to remain objective and just ask the questions. Don't, don't try to persuade any way of thinking. Just ask straightforward questions. Unless you have the facts in front of you, which you didn't. Like I just didn't like how that went. I think I think with Gail, you know what? I think with Gail and a lot of people would maybe say that I'm negating with the black community, and hell, maybe I am. But I think after she did that interview with R. Kelly, you know, what I mean? and it's like I don't know. It's like Gail kind of got it over her head. Now I never had a problem with Gail up, you know, up until that point. I mean, it's even like. She doesn't have nothing to do with it, but that's like Ayana, like Ayana, the lady that just fixed my life. I watched the series uh-huh. with, I watched the series, um, the one on DMX actually, and uh-huh. that really, that really hit home for me because uh-huh. a lot of the situations are similar, but the way, the way how her approach came, the way how Ayana's approach was, was just like, I'm like, yo, at the end of the day. I can't, you went out. I don't know if it's me or you, but you went out and I can't hear you. Hello? Yeah, yeah. I think it was him. Oh, crap. But I'll take over for a second till he get back in. Yeah, <laughs> as far as regarding to that Gil King situation, that was totally uncalled for. And now you see the media trying to take her side and make Snoop Dogg the villain from what he said, and I didn't—he didn't really even threaten the lady. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, well, just, basically, she out of pocket and out of like line for her comment. Hello. Yeah, we can hear you, Rain. I can't. I can't hear him. I know. I just wanted to make sure y'all can hear me. Um. So I think what he was saying was he was indirectly saying he doesn't per se think that. I mean, in hearing the snippet that and watching the snippet that they gave, yes, I do feel like she could have left some questions out of her question. Her questioning of Lisa Leslie, but in watching, because I actually watched the whole interview, they did take something that was a, a negative moment and a bunch of positive moments and blow it up. I really feel like at that point, CBS was attacking them. They wanted to fuck with her spot because they've been trying to get their girl out of there for years. This just hands down. Do I feel like she should have answered a question? Hell no, she should have left well enough alone. But I do feel like they took that out of context and ran. I ran them out. Well, I mean, it's not only that they took it out of context. The whole interview was only six minutes long. It wasn't a long, extensive 2020 interview or an hour. It was six minutes, and that was two minutes of it. So that was one-third of the entire interview was that question. I just feel like this, pretty much. Journalism has become a messy game anyway. And the black community can get as mad with me as y'all want to, but y'all can't pick and choose when somebody's allowed to ask questions. Y'all are all for Jason Lee and his mess, and he be spilling and destroying people's lives with the bullshit that he shared. But because somebody really died, you. he asked You're echoing really bad. What about now? A little better, yeah. Well, I was saying, as far as the black community and journalism goes, y'all can't pick and choose when it's okay for somebody to say something or ask a question. Uh-huh. Okay, so he was dead when she asked that question. Yeah, I feel some type of way. But where's that same energy when Jason Lee and all these other journalism in the shade room is sharing mess and asking fucked up questions and talking about somebody he gets, he, he gets called out all the time because I actually unsubscribed from Jason Lee because he just started getting on my nerves. And I used to love Hollywood Unlocked. Like, I listened to every podcast they ever did. And then it got to the point where, like, he was just really messy and disrespectful, yeah. and he was just like he, it lacked integrity. And I get it; it's a fun show, it's you know whatever. But it was just like he he took pride in attacking certain people and just saying a lot of ignorant things. And I was just like, yeah, I'm done with him. So I just had to stop. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he Jason Lee gets shit about a lot. But and a lot of people don't trust him; they don't fuck with him; they won't interview with him because of the same reasons. So he doesn't get a pass. Shave Room doesn't get a pass either. No one takes him seriously as a real journalistic, you know. And I just mean like yeah, this makes us look more ignorant than who they already think we are because topics that y'all shouldn't have all this energy for, y'all don't. Now I do believe that there is some hypocrisy depending on who you are. But just with those two I heard people, you. those two those two um uh, what do you call it? Those two podcasts or uh, media channels specifically, they don't get all that much respect from people. Like, yes, they are recognized as a real source of you know information and whatnot, but they're they're not considered to be journalists, so people don't really respect them. Like, they're no, they're known to be messy. If you go to Jason Lee, okay. you know yeah, there's going to be some mess, some fuckery going on. You know, with the Shade Room, it's a gossip <laughs> blog. It's not a real news. You know, outlet. But I expect my niece, I guess I didn't get as bothered because I expected Gail to be messy. My best friend is Oprah. That bitch is consistent. The shows that come on her 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 network are messy. 
Um, but we have a partner yeah. in Oh, yeah, they're, they're messy, speak. but they're shady, and they try to they try to mask their mess with uh, class. They try to do it in a classy mm-hmm. way. So it's like they're making, they're making a fancy shit cake. So it's still shit, but they put some nice glitter on top with some fancy fondant. Mm-hmm. The, and same some, thing you know, with, the same thing with Wendy Williams. She could dish with the same thing. Uh, Chuck, go ahead and bring in the caller so we can get their point of view. Once again, everybody can hear me, right? Yeah, now I can hear you. You went out for a second. So, yeah. Right. yeah, I did something. I don't know what I did. 5809, what's up? Hello, caller, 5809. Hey, no. Okay, well, um, if you do want to talk, press one again to take yourself out of the queue and then take press one again to put yourself back in the queue and we'll bring you back in. Until then, we're going to meet you back. Let's go to break real quick. You're broken down and tired of living life on the merry-go-round. And you can't find a fighter. But I see it in you, so we can walk it out. We gon' walk it out and move on day. That we have each other 
They say it's a big rich town I just come from the forest point Bright light, city light I gotta make it This is where it goes down I just happen to come up Nigga or a nigga, baby I gotta make it All right, let me knock it off. Back, we back. Welcome back to the show. Before I even jump into the big town and all of that stuff, we were um, touching on, this is for everybody new that's calling in and everybody that's new coming to the show. What we were talking about was why does it take Jeff to bring family or friends closer we were also touching about the Gail King situation and her remark, you know, about the rape allegations against Kobe and, you know, and why not. So, anybody wants to talk, press one. Call the last four phone. I'll bring you on the show. Everybody knew that's calling up. But what I was saying, what I was Trying to say, I had the opposite of the sound. Was like I didn't. I was talking about the whole thing. Like I was saying, I didn't like the idea of how she felt like it was just. How she felt like it was just okay to say whatever, and then once you caught this backlash. You know, the X is, you know, the X is a little arrogant. It's like you were really, she was really feeling the type of way. My whole thing with Gail, like, you know, a lot of people love Kobe. Can't, can't put that in the atmosphere. Feel like, if somebody picked you up too good, you felt like you're too much on your own. I mean, there have been a lot of different people who was like, oh, messed up that that um, CBS only took, only took part of that clip and only part of that clip. But, like, in my opinion, she was like, started to for an interview. But, like, why, why ask all this shit at the end of the day if the was not here to defend this? And I agree with the with the one things that anybody else is going to be, you're going to be asking them about Whatever they did, you know, like with the whole, as I said, I'm guessing the whole black versus white thing, like you know, it's just with the, it's just with the black people. Why can't it be with the other side too? That's definitely what I was trying to say before I had cut out. Anybody else your thoughts on it besides what was already said? Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Um, I was gonna say to what you said though. But she knowing what I know from journalism, although I took journalism back in high school, which is from years ago at this point, I I, I somewhat side with her when I when she said that 
that's not the whole context of the interview. And editing really does do that to people. Editing will make you look like a fucking monster when if you go and actually get the transcripts of a lot of these shows that y'all be watching, half the shit that y'all, half the shit that they did or have said is don't even make the cut for editing. Then they got you looking all kind of fucked up because they making it seem like you asking fucked up questions and you saying fucked up shit when you might have only asked one or two negative questions out of a 150-question panel, and they decided that although you sat down with somebody for four hours, they only want to show six minutes of an hour of a four-hour conversation. That's not fair. But I just said I don't agree with the question that she the questions that she asked at all. However, we as a black community need to stop picking and choosing when it's convenient for us to stick it to somebody. You can't want to stick it to her, but when somebody starts saying fucked up shit about somebody else, whether they dead or alive, because you don't particularly care for that person or the media has already slashed up their image, then it's okay. And that's why these people laugh at us because we suck and jive for all the wrong shit. And I wish people would stop me. I mean, I get what the Weinstein, what Harvey Weinstein has been doing for years, but I wish people stopped using that shit into comparison because the nigga is right now, he's facing trial and charges for the shit that he's done. So he's not exempt from his bullshit either. But a lot of people tend to forget that. But why are we not talking about this, though? We, talking we about are talking about it. Are we really? Yeah. But she can't legally, she can't do an interview with him because he's still in ongoing investigations and trials. You can't talk about that. You know that from just doing jury duty. You cannot talk about active cases. Mm-hmm. That's like for the life of me. R. Kelly was a whole Kelly. asshole because I wouldn't have been doing nobody's interviews when I was pending charges. GT, what you want to say? Uh, she already just said it. I'm about to say, well, shit, what about R. Kelly? He his ass, he was on in the middle of getting ready to get brought He down. was an he asshole. That's why his ass in jail now. You said some incriminating shit on yourself, and then you had your little girlfriend dig a deeper hole for you rather than keeping your fucking mouth closed until all of it was over. The same thing with Bill Cosby. Do I feel like that old-ass man should be in jail? Hell no, but he admitted to his crime, so therefore ain't no we can do about it. Although back in the day when you bitches were saying he was date wrecking, y'all happy I was in dope and dog food anyway. Hey, cut it out. Cut it out. Cut it out. Cut it out. Come on now. Be serious. Cut it out. Yeah, I just gonna think anyway. she shouldn't have brought the um, the Kobe thing up without stating all the facts. Because if you look at why he was acquitted, then you'll see uh, everything that was brought to light. Uh, he that's why they should just leave that shit alone. It's dead and gone. Oh, he dead and gone. It's over with. They should just quit bringing it up all together because. The whole thing got thrown out. If you was to go back and research it, the lady who accused him of rape or whatever, she had like six different semen samples inside of her. So you just can't say one person raped you if that was the case. I, no, I can't agree with you on that. I mean, I get, I, I've seen the whole case around. I've seen the whole surrounding of that case, and I've seen why he was acquitted and everything. 
but you cannot, based on somebody's action, go oh because you was because you're a prostitute, you didn't get raped. You wanted that. That's well, no, I'm saying. just saying. I ain't but, say she did no, get raped, but, but it's hard to pinpoint one. I'm just one saying. Person. What you just said made it seem like you were victim shaming. You said because she had six other females, uh, it was hard to believe rape. Understandable in the circumstances, but she might have had consented with them six other people and this one person, she might have been like, hell no. And they was like, fuck it, you did it with everybody else, you gonna do it with me too. Uh-huh. Not well, saying that that's what Kobe did, because I, I know like he was a lot critic, of but... Do. Once the court case starts, and they start railroading you, because, you know, basically the job of the defense is to discredit the, the accuser. So what they'll do is they'll start digging up your high school boyfriends, college boyfriends, everything you ever did in your life. Oh, she was a frat girl. Mind you, that was 10 years ago. But they'll bring it up like it's recent. So I think if I'm not saying he did it because I was not there, I don't know shit about it. I don't know either one of these people. I don't even remember the lady's name. But if he were to do it, if, let me change the name. If John Smith actually did rape Jane Doe, but Jane Doe was known to be loose and whatever, 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 Jane Doe probably changed her mind at the end of the day and decided, you know what, I don't want my whole past coming up. I don't want my current relationship being affected. I don't want my family going through the ringer, so I'm just going to say fuck it. I'm not saying that's what happened. Right. I'm not saying that's what didn't happen. But I'm just saying to what, J- was it GT? or well, I'm sorry, what's your name? I don't want yeah, to be disrespectful. Yeah, GT. To what he was saying, that's why I don't agree with what you said. I'm not saying this is the case, but that's why I disagree with the whole because she had this, this, and this. I think she might have felt embarrassed at what they were about to bring out, so she might have decided, you know what, I'm going to just, you know, even if she really didn't rape her, maybe oh, she decided, that. you know, I'm not even going to go this far, but, you know. Yeah. A lot, and a lot, and the funny, the funny thing is, a lot, it happens to a lot of cases where, if you notice, not saying that SBU is a, is, is a real-life situation, but you have very similar situations, and they get their information from real cops and stuff, they will tell you, and watching the show, a lot of times they'll tell a, they'll tell a female a victim of rape or something, it doesn't look like we're going to be able to bring this person up on charges because of the circumstantial evidence. However, you have a better shot in the civil court. Does anyone know if she took him to civil court? I don't know. I know like I said, I, I didn't remember. Really... Honestly. I mean, they, they, they did say that there was, like, some restitutions or something like that, so I'm guessing that's probably how it got resolved in the long run. Uh-huh. And what I'll say to that is, if that was a resolution, playing devil's advocate once again, maybe he paid her off just because that caused, that case caused so much hell in his life. He was like, you know what, just give the bitch the money because I'm sick of this. You know what I mean? So I'm not saying yeah. he paid her off because he did it. It could have been just him saying, I just want to be done with this. And now she has a gag order, which is why she's not speaking out, which is why she's not saying anything she about did. it. Because she once did. you receive that money. Now, she did file a civil case against him. Yeah, and like I said, part of the stipulation of receiving that and money was settled, don't talk about this publicly anymore. Yeah, and she he probably has a gag order. And she has to return probably. that he money said, to his estate. She told that she couldn't talk about it. Yes. All right. Guys, you know, I like wanna, I said, I don't uh, know if that's the case, but that's usually what happens. I wanna, uh, I wanna switch gears a little bit. Um, yes, let's I know. I, I, <laughs> I, I, <laughs> so, GT, did you see the finale of Power? No, I didn't. Damn it, you stuck. <laughs> well, it's about to get spoiled for you. Yeah, I ain't even. People have more than enough time because I heard everybody talking about it this whole week. 
to to Ray to, to Ray unfortunately stopped watching that season too. Yeah. But, I stopped no actually you know, I stopped watching around the time where Ghost and Angela became like an official couple. Like that's when I was just like, you know, this is some dumb bullshit. And not even just that, it was just a lot of stuff like, like I'm like I'm the type of person that you know I get what? annoyed easily with certain series. Like I realize it's not real life, but when it starts getting really unbelievable, it's like you know I, I just like even with um what was it Scandal? I loved that show at first, but when it got to the point where Olivia got kidnapped by such and such, and she was the most wanted woman on earth, and I was like, this is fucking dumb. I'm not doing this. So I stopped. So I'm the type of person I lose interest when shit starts getting stupid. So that's what happened. But you, but you, but you know something I said in the beginning, and before before I even go into the the whole recap and all of that. When Rain and I first started watching, and as you said, you know, with Ghost and Angela and the relationship and all that in the beginning, I'm like, well, damn, every episode we got to see Omari's ass. We got to see these two having sex at the beginning of, like, every episode as soon as it opens. You know, you know, I'm not even going to do so that. Funny because do that. It, it, it's so funny because we, we, were sitting, we were sitting back, and we were and we were laughing about it. And, you know, some of us, we saw the spoilers. I mean, we... I mean, we 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 saw it when it we saw it when it first happened. And, you know, you know, ghost falling in slow motion. Hold on a second. Hold on. Hold on a second. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I mean, it, it's it's just so funny in my mind. Like, I mean, I can't even say it's funny. It's, it's, it's a big rich town. Oh my God. Steven looking on his face. What I didn't like about it was the fact of the matter of it was too, it was too predictable. Like I gave now, like I said, I'm about to, I'm about to fuck it up for everybody who didn't, who didn't see it. I mean, it's been talked about all week. They had enough time. Spoiler If you didn't see it, drop off. If you don't want to know what happened. But for the most part, Tariq shot his father. In the leak, he had saw that. But you know when listen when the when we saw the leak because you know a lot of a lot of shows once they shows get leaked they go back and they change it because they did say that they had multiple endings. But like I said, uh-huh. when you when you see Ghost get shot and you see him you see him falling down, it's like you can tell who whoever did it hands down was close to him. One of my one of my coworkers said it reminds you of the it reminds you of the Lion King scene when Mufasa got killed. <laughs> because of how slow Ghost was falling, and then I was like, before they even showed the episode, I I was like, I can, I just know Ghost. I'm like, it's just like, yo, what's the Tariq? You know what I'm saying? Hold on, I got it. Hold on, I got it. I got a caller that wants to speak on this. Fifteen thirty one. What up? Hello. Hi everybody. Hello. What's happening? What's happening? So nothing. If you continue I, on saying what you were saying. Well, for all my for all my power watchers and for anybody who is listening, you can text me, you can call it up. What was your thoughts on Tariq shooting ghosts? Like, was it too predictable? Ooh. Or it was, was very it just oh yeah? I wasn't expecting Tariq. I was hoping like I was hoping they would have flipped it and it would have been like Ghost's girl. I was hoping it would have been Ramona or somebody. It yeah, was I was thinking that it would have been that too. But it's like he was. The, it's like Ramona was the last one that he was seen with, and then Tariq was the last one that was in the club that was walking towards his direction. It's just crazy. I, me personally, I feel like they took the easy way to end power. That's just how I personally feel. 
Like, it was too easy, like, killing him. Like, I just thought, all right, we're going to kill him, kill him off the show. Now we're going to fucking make a series about this dumbass nigga. Like, no, like, they should have kept him on the show. They should have kept Angela on the show, too. That's how I feel. No, she had to go. Heck, Angela. No, bring Angela back. Bring Angela back. I like her. <laughs> I like Tasha, too. But Tasha should have been more like, you know, like, no, bitch, this my shit, this my dick or whatever, and take that for everything how, that he got. Now, like, so now, now look so at her. Now she's in fucking what happened to her. She's in jail, and, yeah, it's like, stupid-ass bitch. Go still got what he wanted. She ain't going to say that. She ain't going to tell you her ain't fucking out. No, I know. Wait a minute, can I can, can I say can, can I say this though? Mm-hmm. For everybody, from now on, if somebody asks you to go with them somewhere, always go to the store so you have alibi. Yes. <laughs> go to the store. You hear what I'm saying? To you. Go. You to somebody the store. say come with me and they tell you to stand apart. Go get you an alibi. Go to the corner store. The way how she set that shit up, though, was crazy. Like, yo. I'm telling you. Because, I mean, but what got me with Quentin was, you know, Quentin was like, I could just dry you. I could dry you there. But he was he was a smart dude. You know what I'm saying? I got to I gotta get that much to him. He was smart. He was like, nah, this bitch is up to something. Mm-hmm. You know. Like, cause you you don't you don't want me to drive you all the way to the club. You say drop you off on the corner. I mean, I kind of I kind of felt bad for Tasha a little bit. I mean, due to the fact that she did shit. I mean, and shout out to all the Tashas that's out there in the world. I mean, hold on. I mean, no, shout out to the Tasha that's getting shit. Not the Tasha that's getting shit. The Tasha that's getting shit. I mean, shout out to all the ghosts. I hope we ain't got no bitch ass Tyreeks out there. I mean, but. <laughs> I hope we ain't got no yeah, bitch ass ghosts out there either. If you're a bitch ass Tyreeks and you're on the line, you need to hang up right now. <laughs> nah, fuck that. Tyreek won no bitch. Tyreek won out like a G. He played ghosts' game better than ghosts. Period. You think so? Well, what I say, energy was that when he let his sister get killed while he was hiding in the bushes like a little bitch. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, but but so so we're not gonna pretend like ghosts ain't do the same thing when the low boss was after his ass. Well, who was up after him? The low Remember, ghosts was throwing stones behind his hands, and nigga was killing niggas and blaming it on somebody else. Oh yeah. I got it. I I I I gotta say though. Michael, give Michael Rainey Jr. real shit. Give him a, a Oscar. I mean, because, yo, that performance he did was A1. Yeah, he, he, he had niggas hitting him in the whole nine yards. He played that part. He played that part. He really played that part. And no funny shit. That nigga looks way better out of his Tyreek, you know, character. Like, he's actually cute. So, you know, that's just my opinion. <laughs> Like, off the show, he looks good. On the show, that nigga looks bad. Sorry. Whoever be doing his shit, they can make him look bad. But off the show, you know, he's sexy. So, you know, he might be listening to this. You know, I'm shooting my shot. I'm out of here. Shooting my shot. <laughs> so, you listening. I tell you, it goes down on this show. Wait. Hey. 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 Come back here. I'm your father. You might have gave me life, but you ain't never fucking been my father. 
I'm going to become my own man. Yo, let me ask everybody. Let, let, let me ask everybody on the show real quick. What would y'all say is the better show? Power or Empire? I had to do it. I didn't want to do it, but I had to. Oh, I, I ain't never watched one over the other. Both got their own place. I'm not mm. picking one over the other. They both have they different flavors. I like each show for different reasons. Yeah, I don't really feel like you, power and empire like in the same thing. Cause power is like power is power. Empire, we got gay niggas singing on there. Like, <laughs> and that, and like no disrespect to the Yeah, nigga, if you in my fucking way, you gotta go. 
However, whichever way the you know is up to me, but you gotta get the fuck out my way. Uh uh-uh. uh. can go south. However, mm. like I said, by any means. Honestly, on some real shit, it depends because I wouldn't kill my father or no shit like that. But it depends. You hey. know, it depends on this. Depends on the situation. The sins of the father fall upon the son. You live by the gun, you die by the gun. Yeah, I that's damn sure I slap that nigga though. I won't. <laughs> <laughs> I kill him. I kill him. <laughs> yeah, like see, to me, I feel if I'm gonna kill someone, that got to be a painful death because I got to enjoy it. So. Like, I got to enjoy doing what I'm doing for you. So I feel like the gun's too easy. I'm more of a torture type of person. That's just uh, me. Nah, I, I disagree with turning the gun. is too easy. You, I mean, you would only know if, if, if we're. I feel like a gun sometimes does the, does the job because I have never been shot as a graze. However, those people that I know that have been shot and survived told you that it's not a feeling like getting shot. It's like your whole body is on fire when that bullet hits you. So, yeah, I'm going to want you to feel like you on fire while you're choking on your own blood. And mm-hmm. I just want you to die. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I still want to do what torture, you? though. See, I like the GTA shit and whatnot, like torture. Like so. <laughs> How you want to put the jumper cables on your nipples? <laughs> uh huh. I need an adult. I need an adult. Hey, hey, hold on, wait a minute. I need, I'm gonna need everybody. I'm gonna need everybody to hold on for a second. Now, I, I did want to talk about corruption, but what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna save it for another show. The reason being is because Rain and I, we watched the movie. On I believe what was that? Was it Sunday that we watched that movie? Yeah. Called uh, Mega Church Murder. Yep. Mega Church Murder. I mean, yeah. Yes. It came on BET. It was quite interesting. It's a it's the a plot. true story or it's like a mystery show? Like what is it's it? Just, it's just no, it's an actual movie. Just some fiction, some fictional movie that they came up with. But the plot, okay. the plot is kind of the same. The plot is kind of the same as far as getting somebody out of the way. Okay. But what I want to talk about is because you, because you know, a lot of people tell me, "Oh, CJ, don't talk about that. Don't, 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 don't do that. Don't, you know, no, 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 no. Let's talk about what really goes on. When I, when I was in the corruption thought, I was thinking about the corruption in the church, but you know that would have to be a whole. That would have to be a show directly dealing with the church. I mean, uh-huh. as far as the corruption, I actually want to, I actually wanted to um, touch on. I mean, uh-huh. as far as the corruption in the real world, I mean, you know, I, I mean, I think that ties into a lot of the shit that happens on Power and the rest of these TV shows. Where I just, I just want, I just wanted to clear, just clear that up and out the way. Checking in, driver. You know. You're gonna make me and my husband watch that tonight. I'm gonna be like, let's watch a movie. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You definitely, yo. When I tell you, yo, it's something you definitely, definitely got to check out for real, for real. Something you really got to check out. I mean, it was very interesting. You, you like me, so you probably gonna pick. You probably gonna pick up on how the movie gonna end from the beginning just by putting two of the two together. But it's a real um, good movie. I know my husband hates watching movies with me because I always tell him the ending of everything, even if I've never seen it. 
Like, for the, from the first scene, I can analyze everything and tell you everything that's going to happen. Like, it could be somebody that had yep. one line of, like, yeah, he's a killer. And they're like, well, how did you get that? I'm like, trust me, I know. And I'm always freaking right. So I ruin things for myself. But I've been doing better with not doing that lately. So let him enjoy stuff, even though I know what's best. But whatever. Ow, that's what's up. Ow. <laughs> like, shut up. Stop ruining the damn movie. All the time. He's yeah, like, have you seen this one? No. Movie, how do you know what's happening? You, you saw it. You saw it. He swears up and down. I've seen it. But it's like, we'll, we'll talk about my gifts, which are annoying as hell sometimes another day. But whatever. <laughs> <laughs> no, y'all, y'all are laughing. Less- this shit is a nightmare, too. Like, it's freaking a nightmare sometimes. Like, I really hate knowing stuff, but I always know stuff, and I don't like it. But. Anyway. Well, I got a question. I mean, I know this is totally off topic. But can we talk about this whole Wade family and Zaya situation? What I don't even want to go there. I don't want to go there. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm not familiar with it. Let so, him be transgender. So. Okay, for those of y'all that are not familiar with it, the way Wade did an interview on Ellen DeGeneres' show, he says that <laughs> his son, um, who we all, we all know has came out as being gay since he was like five, six, or seven, something like that. He decided that he no longer wants to be he no longer wants to be male. He does not want male pronouns used. He wants to be called the she, and her name is now Zaya. And Dwayne and Gabrielle said they supported. So now she is their daughter, and her name is Zaya. And the 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 community is just in the frenzy. And people are saying, oh, because he's only twelve years old, that's too young that she would whether you want to be a female or a male or decide that you're gay. Me personally, I disagree. I say let some people raise their kid however they want to raise their kid. And to me, 12, 12 years old is old enough to know, hey, you know what? I'm not like the average little boy or the average little girl. I'm not attracted to little boys. I'm attracted to little girls. Or I'm not attracted to little girls. I'm attracted to little boys. So many kids kill themselves and everything else prior to that or start self-harming because, Parents don't acknowledge the fact that children have feelings. They're becoming their own person. If do as I say and not as I do, or I'm not going to allow you to do that because I don't personally agree with that, or my friends and the people around me are going to look at me and shun me some type of way, so you don't allow your child to be an individual, and I think that's wrong. Uh-huh. Believe me when I tell you, if a child telling you, now nah, I'm gay, 90% of the time when they be like, I'm gay, at that age, they be gay for the rest of their life. Ain't no phase of taking them out of it. They gay. And that's just it. Well, my mama tried to beat it out of me. I mean, I was singing I'm Every Woman when I was a kid. And she tried to well, throw she me the Hudson River. Yeah, you was just singing the song. It's a difference. <laughs> Nigga, you had no business she tried to I'm Every Woman. Yo, she tried to throw me in the Hudson River, yo. <laughs> but what I will say this as far funny. as the... I don't think that they doing anything wrong. I think they're doing the right thing, supporting their kid. Al, that's what's up. Support your kid. Mm-hmm. Support. Yeah, I agree, because it's hard enough already in the world trying to find unconditional love. And then to decide that you're gay and you want to live in your truth and your parents not to accept you, then who the hell is supposed to accept you for you? Where are you supposed to find mm-hmm. that unconditional love if your parents to shut you? I mean, that's a fact. Don't, don't do the Lucius line and throw your kid in the trash can, all right? <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to we gotta go to break real quick. <laughs> <laughs> 
could just vibe out to that got the long ass endings. You get like two verses of the song, you get like three minutes of an instrumental. <laughs> I can't understand what you're saying because you're echoing really bad. All right, what about now? Much better. Okay. Now I was saying, funny that I said you get the song like two or three verses. I would like it if you get like a long ass instrumental at the end. Typically, it would rain that put me on to that song. Anytime we, anytime we take a drive, basically, take a long drive. That song she tends to play, and it's funny one of the trips she took down to Florida, I was asleep and I heard the song. And I was up and like, what's that song you playing? Kilo Ali, y'all are lost our minds. Well, let me tell you, I wanted to jump into three and four. Let me tell you how I lost my mind. The, the question that I posed was what is the funniest slash craziest gift you would ever receive for Valentine's Day? Right? So back when I was in elementary school oh I had a crush on this on this girl and I was very cool with the custodial worker. I told him, yo, I want to holler at her. And he said, go for it. So, me, I'm nervous. I'm scared of shit. I ain't even going to lie. I drew a heart. I wrote, I love you on it. Oh, I think yeah. I wrote, will you marry me on it? Oh, my God. <laughs> and I and I put can and I put those little those little um I think they're called sweet tarts. The little certain little the sweet tarts candy. with the words on it. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. I said that I said that to her now. I didn't want to give it to her. My my extra scary ass didn't want to give it to her. So since me and the custodial worker, it's cool. He's like, give it to me, I'll give it to her. <laughs> so he gives it to her. The girl's face did a 360 and drop. She done went and told the teacher. Now, I'm being looked at like I'm some kind of fucking perv or some kind of sicko or psycho or something. Oh, my God. Because, I mean, I liked her, but she didn't really like me. But but what's funny is they they sold carnation roses or whatever. So, to make up for that, I went and bought her like a carnation, the two carnations. Now this time, this time in return, I got a thank you note. Now I don't, I don't know how it worked up here up north, but even in high school, we used to have the people that they called them singing Valentines. People used to come around to the classroom and sing to you or whatever. I had another person in high school that I like. And she just comes and she says, oh, thank you for the singing Valentine. I know it was you because whoever sent her a singing Valentine, I mean, you could mark it anonymous. You didn't have to, you didn't have to listen to it. You didn't have to say it was from you. So she says, oh, thank you for the singing Valentine. I'm like, I ain't sent your ass no singing Valentine. <laughs> <laughs> but, she, 
but she, she definitely thought it was for me. But I was the with the first story. I was in third. I was in third grade. Like I had, I had a crush on the had a crush on the girl. And the funny part was all these years later, her and I ended up becoming cool. Like after after elementary school and after high school and all that stuff there. But it was just like, damn, I did all that. I got rejected and I got in trouble. Oh, God. That was mm. That's my story. What's y'all say? I don't really have any because, to be honest, as a oh. kid, like, I don't know. Sorry, go ahead. Rain, you just about to say something? Mm. No. <laughs> the question was, was the funniest or the craziest thing you received in Valentine's Day? Uh-huh. Or we could even flip it. What's the craziest thing done? Oh, ooh, ooh, I got a story. I for Valentine's Day, <coughs> had to be, one, the first one was a pregnancy test. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <Jesus. laughs> and Call the doctor. Call the doctor. The second time was strawberry syrup. What? What? <laughs> Who buys strawberry syrup? <laughs> like, were y'all about to do the do, or they just bought you syrup? It was Turkish strawberry syrup. Let's just say when whoever the maid service was for the hotel the next morning, probably thought somebody got murdered in that damn bed. Whoa. Okay. All right. <laughs> 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 That led up to a five-year-old school. Mm. Again, mind your business. <laughs> <laughs> Are we minding our business? All right. All right. So, I, know I have a story about Valentine's Day two years ago. I was with this man. And I bought this man, you know, a gift. I bought him a nice hat and, you know, some chocolates. No, I don't buy men nothing. I buy him, you know, this nice stuff. You know, I text him. He's like, oh, we got to talk. Next thing I know, this motherfucker breaks up with me. Uh, yeah. But that's okay. You got to break you know, up. I had backups. It's all good, though. I had backups. I had other Valentines. It's all good. I don't even make me happy. I got a caller. I got I got a caller that wants to speak. Now, mind you, this is this is my ignorant caller. He don't. I'm sure he don't mean no harm. Three three six seven. So my name is ignorant How you doing? Huh? What up, bro? What's up? Who, who, I'm going to need a divorce because you don't fuck with me no more. <laughs> oh, who part is that? Yeah, that sounds like a person. So what's, your so, what's your Valentine's Day story? I don't have one. I just want to talk shit about you, though. Oh, you want to yeah, the me? last one. Yeah, the last one. How can I already have, how, how she break up with a dude and, and, uh, and already had another one? 
That sounds like host status to me. That's why I watched the first one. I had back up. I had a man. Always have a spare tire. Oh, but when men do it, y'all get mad. Because y'all okay, actually be talking to the girl. We ain't got to be talking okay, to him. He's just sitting there waiting. No. Waiting for you to fall. No. Okay. You can't get your brother. You, you talk it. You talk it to him. You talk it to him. Y'all okay, got to do that for the plot. No, sir. Because I, I, I was your other man. I just want to put you on blast. I'm sorry about that. Right. <laughs> you could uh, never. <laughs> not in your wildest dreams, bro. Okay, who is he talking to? No. Oh, it's you. I don't know that. That's that's my other. That's my other. Thank friend. you. Thank you. Yeah, I had to see it. Mhm. Into who? Um. So you said the craziest thing we've ever given us Valentine's Day. Um. Or or even done. Yeah. Okay, so the craziest thing I had given somebody for Valentine's Day um, was sticky windshields and flat tires. What? I ain't busting windows. I just want to tire because I'm not replacing it. I explain the situation. No, I explain the situation. So... At the time, I was single, didn't have a boyfriend, but I had people that I was, you know, casually dating, talking to, going out with. So this dude in particular, you sweated me forever. And then I'm like, all right, I'll go out with you. You made me cancel all my plans for Valentine's Day and said, you know, bought, I mean, bought me a dress, shoes, gave me money to go get my hair done the whole nine yards. I do all of that. Who's getting in the car? I, I know who it is. Mutual, your mutual line. Uh. I do all of that. Get dressed. You say, meet you at your house for X, Y, and Z time. I do all that. Get dressed. Get a babysitter. And go. I'm at your house at the time you say, meet you. Call you. No answer. Knock on your door. No answer. I know you're home because your car is outside. Ooh. So I sit, I sit in my car just 30, 45 minutes just to see if you're going to come out or to see if you're inside with somebody. So it says, text my homegirl that lives across the street and ask her if she's seen this. She was like, yeah, he left work early. He was ranting and raving about y'all going up for the week, for the for the night or whatever. He seems really excited. Why, what happened? I'm like, well, you can't be too excited because I'm sitting outside his house and the nigga's dodging my car if he's not answering me. She was like, oh, well, so-and-so said he's seen him with our other homegirl before he was headed home. I said, oh, you mean the prostitute? You mean, you mean, you mean this, this $20 prostitute that been sweating him for forever who told me I could never? So okay, I got you. So Sensei, bitch, get out your car. Go walk up to the door and listen through the door. You know, still doors, sometimes you hear an echo off of the door. So now I hear music playing in the background, and I hear some bitch giggling. I said, oh, okay, we're playing. He's coming. Somebody rocking, knocking, 
So I said, since you want to waste my time and I could have been elsewhere, I fixed you. I always, anybody that knows me knows that I always drive with a crowbar somewhere in my car. Close enough that if you try to run up on me, you might get clocked. So I took the crowbar, fat all his tires. I had um, I had a container of Hershey's chocolate syrup and strawberries. So I took the chocolate syrup and put it all over his sunroof, all over his front his front uh, windshield and his back windshield. When he came out the next morning, the shit had melted down for the windshield. So all his all his windows and his tires were flat. Do you know this motherfucker had the audacity to call me that morning and go, yo, sorry about last night. I ended up having to watch my daughter and somebody flapped my tires. Can you give me a ride to work? <laughs> Can you give me a ride to work? Or no? You better get them legs to move. Yo ass better walk. Because I flashed your tires, bitch. Now call the police. Goodbye. Oh wait. So can 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 I just can 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 I just say something on that note? Because mm-hmm. I mean, I just I just I'm I'm sorry. If I <laughs> should stay, I would <laughs> <laughs> oh man! <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> we busting windows out of people's car. You, you didn't get that. You didn't get that message. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> your message. <laughs> you didn't get that message. Do we even took it to the extreme that after the fact he was sending roses and shit to my job, and I was just like, no. <laughs> You don't get to you don't get to collect two hundred dollars. You don't get to pass go. You go straight to jail for that shit. That shit was fine. And then come to find out, you ended up hooking up with Shorty because she told you, and I didn't even bang with her like that. She bangs with my she bangs with my friend. I didn't bang with her like that. I went to the club with the bitch twice. She told you that I said you wasn't my type. You was a goofball, and that I was fucking on your head. Mm, because she wanted. Shit. Because she wanted you. And I said, well, you slept with that prostitute. You got what you wanted. I'm pretty sure she brought all her chips and socks out the bag for you. Y'all be merry and have fun because I'm out. Yeah, fuck that me, whole. That whole probably got familiar and herpes and all types of shit. And let me, and let me say this. <laughs> and let me say this. Valentine's Day is two days away. Shout out to my son because it's his birthday tomorrow. We're going to start there. Oh. Oh. But, Happy birthday <laughs> to my bestie, even though he don't talk to me. Right. <laughs> well, he, asked like you. he asked about you. Oh, so he's a he's a cerebral type of best friend. That's fine. I'm yep. okay with that. <laughs> und, un, 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 understand me. All the lovers and friends, y'all getting y'all day on the 14th. Side chicks, y'all are getting y'all day on the 15th. <laughs> That's well, I had to take no now. If you got one, she ain't getting no day because the day is reserved for my son. Period. Boo. But mm. even with, but even with that side chick, if you get the taxes on the 15th, cut the nigga off <laughs> on the 14th. Let's go back to the 14th. Please do not suck dick on accident. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Valentine's Day is overrated. 
This is exactly why I don't have a Valentine's Day story because me and my husband have been together since 2008. And our Aww. very first Valentine's Day was a freaking bust. Like, we did not plan this properly at all because we both came out of long-term toxic-ass relationships Aww. where we celebrated Valentine's Day, but it wasn't nothing. Like, it was the, the love wasn't real. Of course, when you're in it, you think it is. And so you really find love, mm-hmm. and you're like, okay, that that was just me tolerating a bunch of bullshit for the sake of being, you know, in love or whatever. So we were like, we're going to make this our first real Valentine's Day, and we're going to make it work. We circled New York City for hours trying to find a restaurant that wasn't booked up because, like I said, once again, before it was previous toxic gas relationships where you weren't really going out anywhere. So we had no idea how bad Valentine's Day was in any restaurant you go to, even Applebee's, like every restaurant. So we finally ended up giving up. And IHOP ended up being our final destination. Until this day, IHOP is our romantic spot because that's just it has sentimental Aww. value for us. So now, when it comes to like Valentine's Day, we really don't do shit because we're both like I guess traumatized, or I guess we're both like you know fuck Valentine's Day. We got real love every day. So what we do is on Valentine's Day, we usually have since we have kids, small kids at that, we do like an in-house semi-romantic dinner, you wait till the kids go to sleep. Oh, I was just about to say, that's my side. Try to, try to enjoy your time away from them, and then try to watch a movie or something, and then call it a night, and then we do something, because his, his birthday is four days after Valentine's Day. So we usually, exactly. really turn up on his birthday. That's the day we turn up. Yeah, no, I don't want to go out. If, if I go out anywhere, I want to go to the movies, and then I don't want to do that because I hate people. And I be in with the yeah, girls. Yeah, it's going to be packed as hell. If you hate people, that is not food. the day to go out. Nope. I just want my roses and my and my lobster and stuff at home. And then, uh, you know, we could, we, could, we could swing off some chimneys and rooftops and stuff. <laughs> and let me... And let me... Don't talk to me every day. I just wonder. If you got real love, hell yeah. But let me, but, but let me say this, too. Like, real shit. Like I said, I said don't. I said don't do that on accident. Don't blame. Don't blame Netflix for you getting pregnant. Don't blame alcohol. <laughs> oh Lord. You didn't slip and fall in it or on it, so stop lying. Mm. You did that shit because exactly. you wanted to. <laughs> you you you. Hold and please, on. please, 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 for the sake of us all, because it's enough of them running around. Use protection. Some Plan B, some of that foam, yeah, some condoms, anything, <laughs> because we don't need no more demonic ass Scorpios running around. We love y'all though. Love, love, y'all. love them to death, but they toxic as shit. <laughs> yo, yo, hold on, before I go to the last question, son just came back to my remember. And this was a crazy, this was a good one. They don't have nothing to do with people. But there's somebody that I know back home in Florida. And Valentine's Day, you know, it's just, just something about that day, I guess, special day, whatever, whatever. She got engaged to her dude on Valentine's Day. Fast forward two months later, she found out the nigga was in the closet. Oh, oh damn. That's a hell of a gift, ain't it? The gift that keeps on giving. He 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 was talking to other men in the whole nine yards. Uh-uh. While she while he was engaged to her, 
Also, another thing that I heard, I have to do a Valentine's Day. I actually heard this from Harvey this morning. Um, this this lady ended up dating. She was married to somebody and ended up dating the brothers. The brother and the of brother the turned out. No, they 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 no they were. No, this is on this is on Steve Harvey this morning. It was two. It was two brothers. She was married to one, and, and it, I don't know how, I don't know how to help, but some shit from a fashion, she ended up dating the other one, and one of them was bisexual or something. That's a whole nother crazy ass, whole nother crazy uh-huh. ass thing. Oh my god, it's a lot of tri- it's, it's a lot of trifling shit, it's a lot of trifling shit in the world going on out here. That's why people, people really got to be careful. You know what? There's something else I want to touch on before we go to number four. Somebody please tell me y'all thought of the coronavirus. Do y'all feel like that was man-made? Because how the hell did this just come out of nowhere? I want to say that every year there's a new scare. It was swine flu. It was this. It was that. It was all kinds of bullshit. All the, I'm, not so much, I'm not saying it's bullshit like it's fake. But every year there's some new epidemic that no one's ever heard of that suddenly we need to all be afraid of. The, the the actual flu has what has much more of a scare or it has much more danger attached to it than coronavirus. When you look at the numbers, the number of people that die from the flu is astronomical, and that's all year round. Even when it's not flu season, you can still catch the flu. But you do you know that coronavirus is a strain of the flu, and it's not something that just popped up. It's been something that's prevalent. Coronavirus is a category of something. They just gave but that that's what I'm saying. It's like every year they give you a new reason to be scared to death. And like, oh, you need to watch out for hey, Corona. Watch out for this year. Just say y'all ass from around me. <laughs> but even, but even, even further in listening, they're saying that they're saying they have like over forty-two thousand people that have died from this, and then they're also saying that they might not have another. That's across the world. Another, you know how many people for, died from the flu yeah, across another, the world? Right. Hundreds of thousands right. of almost saying, damn near millions of people. But y'all are saying y'all might not have another cure for this for another 18 months. Wow. <laughs> they cure my ass. They got a cure for it. They gave it to the people. They'll be all right. There's a cure for everything. There's a cure for everything. Mark my <laughs> Y'all gave it to them. Y'all just experiment to see how many people is going to kill. There's no money in curing people. There's money in treating people, not curing people. Hello. The pharmaceutical, uh, the pharmaceutical. If they, if they gave everybody the magic potion, they'd make no money. So the money is making you a lifetime customer. And then once you've been on that drug for 10 years, now it's not working anymore, and it's causing liver damage, and now you need something for your liver. And now that you're taking the liver pill, now it's causing problems with your heart. Now you want a heart pill. So now you want 10 different meds from one damn disease. No. <laughs> no, I just want the comfort of the Lord. Y'all can keep all that medicine. Also, Let me tell you something. I'm supposed to be on blood pressure medicine. I'm supposed to be on heart medicine. I'm supposed to be on all kinds of shit. You know what I did? I took it for a little while. I took it for about a year and some change because I didn't, not that I didn't know any better, but, you know, you get scared. Like, oh, this is my heart we're talking about. Like, I got to take this pill. I was on beta blockers and other things. I haven't taken those pills or touched those pills in five years. Yes, I have my moments, but I know my triggers. I've changed my eating. I stopped eating meat. I don't, I've been stopped eating fried food. I've been stopped eating actual salt in my food. Like, I have found ways to modify my body and like make myself better. And I've had very I've had very, very little moments throughout an entire year. I can actually count on one hand how many times I've had an episode 
in conjunction, I mean, in comparison to how it was before prior to me taking the meds and not knowing what my triggers were, I used to have, I used to have to wear a heart monitor 24-7. Like in high school, I remember around 9-11, I wasn't allowed anywhere near an airport just because I had a heart monitor and it looked like I was part of Al-Qaeda with all these damn wires sticking out of my chest. So at the end of the day, <laughs> I have been able to manage, I've been able I'm to manage my heart way. issues and my blood pressure problems by myself without taking any meds. And there's times where literally every single year when I go for my checkup, you know you need to be taking this, you know you need to be taking that. And then when I ask them, have I progressively gotten worse, they always say no. So I'm like, so if I haven't gotten worse and my baby's almost six now, I stopped taking it when he was about one. So in five years, I have not gotten progressively worse. I've actually been able to maintain myself, and actually my blood pressure has gotten in the normal range without taking your meds, but you're telling me I need to take them. Why? So this is why we're not going to medicine. What's the point? People look at us like we're crazy. Let me, let me, tell, you, let me tell you what I, let me tell you what I did. <laughs> Y'all ready for this? Lord, I don't Teray, know. Teray, I, I love you. This ain't, Teray, I love you. This ain't no disrespect. This is, this is, this is just, this is just something, this is a funny moment right here. You know what I did? What? I watched Peter pop off on TV, and I went <laughs> to the miracle spring. You sent him the money for that holy water? <laughs> yo, let me, let me, he sent you the holy water in the package. He mailed it to you because I, I, we you, all fell into the, we all popped off at some point. Let me, let me tell you something. I ordered yo when I was a kid. I, I watched that. I mean, that commercial still comes on to this day. Now he has a, now he has a, a oil with the water. When I was a kid, I sat here and I watched it. And I still watch how they do. Oh, okay, I got this piece. I got this water, and I got a million dollars, and I got a nice house. Hey, thank you, Jesus. Right? <laughs> Yo. <laughs> I ordered, when I tell you, I ordered this Miracle Spring water, and never uh-huh. even seen a fucking bottle of it. I thought it looked You like never it. got your bottle? I never oh. got <laughs> I'm going to get you a bottle of it out in the kitchen. I'm just all right, man. I'm going to spread it. I never got it. Oh, Somebody else got your blessing. <laughs> so, somebody else talked to about it. They was like, oh, was there a shipping fee? I was like, no. I said, everything was free. I was like, there was no shipping or nothing. I said, but you know you know how they have, you know how you have those, you know, well, order now. Oh, your, 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 your miracle spring order and get your next miracle. You know, all, all that shit. Oh, yeah, I'm just, I, I was hell-bent. I was really hell-bent on this water. Listen, I wanted to pour this water on myself and say, hey, the blood, thank you, Jesus, and all this other stuff. That's just how strong, I mean, my faith is still strong to this day. But my faith is very you know, strong. You know what's that sad is that they that play on people at the weakest point, and they get mm-hmm. people to basically bastardize the gospel and switch it up to fit what they say to make it like prosperity gospel, not realizing that you have the same power Peter Popoff has in your mouth. Like, you have the same Wait, power, same strength, all of that. So Peter Popoff has the miracle, the miracle spring water, right? That's his thing. Yes, he has the direct line to God. We don't have the direct line. We have the customer service I got number. I the other morning to take a shower, and... I'm like, what is this African mess out here on TV? There's this guy with this thick African accent talking about, because I can tell you where you went wrong and how to put you back on the path with God. 
So I turn off the shower and I'm like, let me listen to this bull crap because they put on the worst shit at five, six o'clock in the morning. Uh-huh. And so he's just like, oh, so tell me about your problems and I'll tell you how God can fix it and God can send you a miracle. So the lady was like, oh, because I was in a marriage for 25 years and I found out that he was sleeping with my sister and some la da 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 And I just want to say I appreciate you for your counseling, and you have changed my life. You told me to get a divorce, and three months after I got a divorce, I got a check in the mail for $150,000, and I just want to say thank you, Jesus, because oh, you, no. really, you really yeah. have helped me. And I Why the fuck you lying? <laughs> Why you always <laughs> So then he said, oh, well, I thank you for being a part of my, for being a part of my congregation, the truth or something, something. And guess what he's selling, y'all? Oh, Jesus. He's not selling no miracle water. He's not selling no no, no oil. This nigga's selling a T-shirt, a cut-up T-shirt. Get the fuck out of here. Why the fuck you lying? Why you always? You want me to send you 25 of my dollars for a T-shirt that you cut up in your kitchen that you probably paid $2 for, pour some olive oil on it, and said, bless it. Like I said, I, I think is, the fuck not. Rain, Rain, hold on a second. Like I said, this is for another show, and I and I really do like I I really do want to talk about it. I mean, but that's even like Creflo Dollar when his when when his jet broke down. <laughs> oh, I need, I need one of my members to donate me $1,000 or however much money he said for a new jet. Fuck you. I'm not, you're, not putting me on, you're not putting me on your jet. Exactly. At the end of the day, I don't care about that old grandmother who's eating cat food and whose money ran out by the second week because she's only getting $63 after paying all her bills with Social Security. I need you to take that whole 63 Matter of fact, sister, I'm only going to ask you for $59. You can keep the other four. I need $59 of that money. I need you to put a, sow a seed. Sow a seed into your leadership. I need you to believe God that he's going to do it for you. If he can do it for me, what? look at me. Look what he did for me. Look what he's going to do for you. Sow a seed into your leadership. And I promise God is going to bless you. Thank you very much. I can't do it tonight. We can't do it tonight, but I promise we we are gonna do that show. I yeah. Promise. And then when she comes I to you, she's about to lose her place. Oh, sister, I'm sorry. There's no budget for that. I'm sorry. Oh shit. Oh, have you guys seen the um the video or heard about the stripper that fell off the pole? I don't want to talk yes. about that. Yes. <laughs> yes. Put that on the pole. You go viral with anything and put up a GoFundMe, you will make money. Trust and believe. We should go viral. No, but that's not even true. The little boy who, um, Jonathan, I don't know if you watch Love and Hip Hop, but Jonathan's nephew, they had to do a whole series of events to get that boy $160,000 to fix it to have surgery on his legs where they had to amputate him. And they had been made a GoFundMe. 
He had been talking about it for forever, but this bitch can make $32,000 for falling off of a fucking I mean, but prior to Love and Hip Hop, did any of us ever hear about his nephew's condition? I did, because I, I followed the little boy on Instagram. I never, I didn't know shit about it. But prior to that, the majority of us have never heard of this little boy or his condition. And it wasn't until the episode aired now. I'm not saying no one did, but I'm saying the majority of the new people who know about it, they did not know prior to the episode. So we can't, you know. Well, what about the little boy that, um, I can't think of his name right now, but he does the little inspirational videos where he is, I think he's like, seven, eight years old, and he's the size of a newborn baby because he has that bone disease where he's so, you touch him and you can break his bone. And we all know he's viral. We all, a lot of us have seen the videos and reshare them or reshare His mother couldn't even get the money for one of his surgeries, but we could throw our money to a bitch who fell off the pole. That's not my problem. You bust your fucking crust open. It is I wouldn't get you, but the people funny. that donated were probably mostly men. They were probably like, "Oh, look at this bitch with the fat yeah, we, ass." We want to, we want to, we want to see that ass. We want to see that ass back on that pole. Exactly. You need to shake that, that, that ass. Get your back. Get, get back up there. <laughs> get that ass back up there. Make that shit back. Let's go. You don't need a piece. You don't need a drawline. You don't need none of that. Just take that ass. But I'm about to lose all my morals and go shake ass on the pole since it's that simple. But let me, but, <laughs> but let me tell you something else I see. Let me tell you something else I see, and then I'm gonna, then I'm gonna jump into the last topic because we got like eight minutes left. Um, this this rapper that I know, I mean, she's trying to make a name for herself, and something that she said is very fucking valid, and I mean, it, and it really ties into really what y'all just said. But right now, this is a it's it's a matter of likes basically, because she just put out an EP. Now the people that rock with her, that's that's like us with the show. You know what I'm saying? Like I can promote this show all day long. I got the, I know the people that's gonna like it. But she took a picture with Anthony Hamilton of her EP. She got 11 likes. She took that picture with Anthony Hamilton and got over like and it boosted her star power within 30 within 30 minutes. She got all these likes just because it was Anthony Hamilton in the picture with her. And, like, that's, you know what I'm saying? Like, it goes back to what we were saying at the very beginning. Like, yo, if you rock with me, you rock with me. If you support me, support me. Like, don't wait till I get with somebody big because I took a picture with somebody big. Now you want to give me a thousand likes all over social media. Keep your likes. You know what's funny is I have a friend. I'm sorry. I know you're going to get to the last question. I swear I'm going to let you get into it. Give me like 30 seconds. So I have a friend who's in the fashion industry, and he's been doing his own thing independently since college, like 2005, 2004. He he was been doing this. So he's been on it like that. He's had, he's had a couple of his outfits featured in different people, like, you know, local rappers like Jada Kiss and stuff, like um, videos and stuff like that. And when Cardi B was on the rise, he actually was helping style her and was managing her and whatnot. And nobody was really messing with her, but Cardi B, even though I'm not a huge fan of hers, I do respect her because she respected what he did because she wasn't that she wasn't Cardi B either. She was just some chick from the Bronx who who was liking the rap. And so when she blew up, she shouted him out. It wasn't until Cardi B shouted him out that now everybody wants him to style her. And I remember because me and him are very close. He reached out and was like, yo, sis, this shit is crazy. He's like, you know how many family members and cousins and stuff? I asked, let me style you for your wedding. Let me style you for the prom. Like, simple stuff. And just post me. They would say no. But then Cardi B shouts you out now. Everybody, oh, that's my cousin. He was like, nah, take that shit down. Like, don't do that. But yeah, people are okay. To this day, to this day, I kid you not, to this day, just two weeks ago, Cardi posted him. 
because he made something for something she did on vacation. He made like a swimsuit, something simple. And he's not gay either. He's not like that. He's just a regular dude to just make stuff. He bought, he gave her something. She posted it, tagged him in it and everything. So till this day, I can honestly say Cardi's a real one because she's still, you know, she still buys something. Yeah, see, and now she pays him $5. I always respected her for that. Nikki's one of the mm-hmm. ones that look out for the little people too while everybody's trying to get her over there. Mm-hmm. All right, hey, I, sorry, just, I, I just want to say this. Go ahead, Chuck. Go <laughs> on to the next topic. I, I just want to say this. The last question that I asked was, what age in your opinion is considered too old to have children? I, I'll just be the first one. Please don't be 50 and 60 years old still trying to have a baby. Hang that shit up. Hang it 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 up. Please just hang it up. Please just hang it up. Please. please. I think anything over 40 is too old to have a baby. 40 for me. You can have a kid whenever you want. You should have a baby whenever you want. However, at the same time, just consider the ramifications of, number one, your health through the pregnancy. Number two, the fact that you could prematurely leave your child at an age that they're not ready to be on their own. Just like I just feel like you need to understand and weigh all your options. And don't just have a child because you selfishly feel like, I just want the experience. Then adopt someone. Exactly. Adopt a kid. You know what I mean? Like, there's kids out there that want to, you know, a family forever. Right. I still want to adopt kids. Me and my husband, we talked about this because I was told by numerous doctors I could not bear children. I just couldn't even conceive. Not so much I couldn't carry them. I couldn't even conceive a child. And now I'm fertile as a fucking bunny, and I just have to stay on different shit. And so I'm just stay the hell away from No, I have to well, keep him away from me on certain days. But the point is, at the end of the day, I still want to be a foster mother because I understand that I also know that when my kids are grown, I may decide I want to not birth another child, but have another kid, and I'm okay with that. So I can't tell somebody what to do with their body, because I, I was born when my mom was a couple months away from her 40th birthday. I mean, granted, I was an accident, and I accept that. It is yeah. what it is. But, <laughs> but that's why I can't tell somebody that, because my mom is 73 years old, and she has a 30-mind-your-business-year-old child, so... <laughs> but, but yo, but, but this, but this is what I'm saying. Realistically, yo, how do, yo, you, you, you don't want your mom coming in on the fucking on the walker or to hover around a cane and and, and they looking at my mother looks great grandpa. for her age. She looks the same age as these forty year old bitches that I went to high school with. So <laughs> she looks better than a lot of them. I'm not, I'm not knocking that, but I'm saying for. I'm saying for the people that do got the older parents that are very old that are on the, that are in the wheelchairs and shit like that. Yo, listen, like yo, you got that's your mom. That's your mom. God damn, I thought that was your grandma. Like, do you know how, I went through that all of high school. I went through that all of high school simply because my mom made some freaking screwed up decisions and she was away from us, and so we had to stay with my grandmother until she was on her feet again. Um. Mm-hmm. But I remember just in school talking about my mom and stuff, and everybody's like, oh, your mom sounds lit. My mother would never And it just so happened that they seen my grandmother come up to the school one day, and I was like, oh, that's your mom. And I, I was just flabbergasted. I was like, why the fuck would you think that's my mom of all people? I mean, we resemble, but why would you think that that's my mom out of all people? Oh, okay. My, that's, that's, that's how old my mom is. Wait, what? <laughs> I was like, wait, wait, yeah. what do you mean that's how old your mom was? It's not, and then and think about it, culturally, it. now what's happening um, in recent times, studies have found that women are choosing to have children older in life because they want to accomplish their goals. When the pressure back in the 60s, 70s, 50s, and prior years, if you didn't have a baby by the time you was like 25 or married, then something was wrong with you. 
But now people are realizing right. I don't have to have a baby at 25. I can wait till I'm 35 to have one. I mean, is it safe medically? They, I remember the age, uh, the cutoff age used to be 34. They would say 35 and up, you're at risk for this, this, and this. Now they push the age to 40. But I mean, even still, at 40 is no guarantee. Anytime you have a baby, you at risk, honestly. But not, I'm just I know, like, but they say that like, due to you, due to your eggs and the health of your eggs and ovaries, it does change as you get older, and the quality is not as. Well, I mean, it to me, I, I disagree. Being in the medical field, I feel like it not so, and not so much has anything to do with your age. It all depends on when you started puberty. When did you start your cycle? Some people start. I also think it has to so do with your diet, your lifestyle, all of that. Right. Because you could be 25 years old, but if you're 300 pounds, then you're just as unhealthy as a 50 year old. Right. But now, so listening to that, I'm like, this is your mom. And then it made sense for a lot for a lot of the conversations we would have. Oh, you know, my mom got high blood pressure. I got to make sure my mom takes her medicine. Like, these kids were missing out on their golden moments of life because they were too busy trying to make sure their parents was okay. And I didn't think that was right. I thought that was selfish. Because to me, it should have been in reverse. Your parents should be nurturing you through high school to make sure you make all the proper decisions or at least try to make as many right decisions to get you set up in life that you could, not holding you back because you're spending so much time taking care of them. So that's why I say I think 40 should be the limit at when you decide to have a baby because at least when your kid is 20, you're only 60. Most 60-year-olds are still in good health. But yeah. you went into 40 and 50 years old, by the time your kid makes it to elementary school, no shade, most of y'all are using walkers and can barely see. We gotta it's wrap selfish. it up. You having a kid to take care of you? We gotta wrap it up, guys. We gotta wrap it up. <laughs> it's always a pleasure. I'm so happy. I love the show. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Say is consider consider your children and consider what your children are gonna have to go through by you being older when you have kids. I'm gonna leave it at that. Yeah. GT, do you got any shout-outs? Nah, no shout-outs today. So, Ray, you got any shout-outs? Um, I'm going to shout-out my website. Um, Go to weprosperyonkers.org. If you have a family member or you yourself are in need of anything, whether it be food, clothes, baby formula, baby clothes, or you just need general referrals to other services for people with disabilities, um, the elderly, anything like that, you can go to my website, go to the contact portion, and send me an email. It goes directly to my email, which is weprosper.yo for Yonkers. Dot, um, I mean, at Gmail. So that's how you can reach me. Yes, that's right. Promote that. Promote that. Promotion. Right, so Promotion. That, 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 that. Okay, go ahead, go ahead. Anyway, um, so. We're going to see y'all on the 26th. I wish it was the 23rd, but our pastor got something he just at the church at. I don't know how much of the church is going, but I'm going to try to be supportive. Uh-huh. Uh, Excuse furthermore, me. Furthermore, I'm, I'm going to get to you in a second. Furthermore, might be moving the show to Wednesday permanently, but I'm, I'm, we'll, we'll discuss. Shorty, kick your shot up. Um, there is a very um special day coming up. Hello. Not just your church day, but it's also a very important day coming up. God, I'm oh, sure it's going to be her birthday. Yes. 
And shout out to everybody on the show. Thank you. And shout out to everybody that's going to be fucking on Valentine's Day. Please protect yourself. It's the real life show. We out of here. How you leave me out? Oh, I'm going to get out of here. So, as always, it's been great. Thank you for listening. Thank you for calling. We appreciate you. Much love. And since we're doing shout out, shout out to everybody. Shout out to GT and his soon to be wife. Looking forward to that wedding. We're going to turn up Al. Um, <laughs> <laughs> also, if you're in Yonkers, Connecticut, New York, New Jersey, PA, and you're looking for a DJ, of course, hit up Real Life Foot Entertainment. Y'all know on the website, all, all the information is there. Check us out. I'm out. Well, Good night. Once again, it's the Real Life Spill Show, February 26th. Tell somebody, tell somebody, tell somebody. And don't forget to protect yourself. Don't suck in the accident and don't play Good night. Don't create any terrain. Look, it's all bad. It's all real. I ride in against the big tall hills, big fat checks, big large bills. Run out, flip like 10 car wheels. Cold, cold. I give raw chills. Ten different looks and my lips so kill. I kiss them in the mouth. I feel all grills. Heat in the car. That's what's on wheels. Woo! I was born a flex. Diamonds on my neck. I like boarding jets. I like more than sex. But nothing in this world that I like more than checks. Money. All I really want to see is up. Money. I don't really need a D. I need a. Money. All I back need is up. Money. I got Bands in the coop, bustin' out the roof. I got bands in the coop. Touch me, I'll shoot. Bow, shake a little. Real Life Spill, hosted by the AMC duo, Chuck C and A-Rain. Real Life Spill. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.